What it is, what is up, what is good gamers? This is Shonuff71, aka Digadulamite. Purple bling bling, y'all. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 187 on the Undercover Cop. Episode of Gaming Vessels. <laughs> No murder on cops. Thank you. Uh, well, you know it's it's a song lyric. If people can't oh, accept I know, that, I don't know I what know. to tell them. <laughs> I know. Mm. I know. Blame it on Snoop. All right. Uh, as, you, as usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First on deck, it's Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka the Cat Daddy, aka that Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, man? Hey, not much as usual. Just happy to be here uh, talking to all of you, um, as always, you know, uh, doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Can't complain. Nice, nice, nice. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, 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 yeah. Otherwise known as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's up? Not much, man. Between <laughs> being all prim and proper today in my enunciations, it's great. It's great. Glad to hear uh, it. Yes. No, the first day of my uh, like week vacation, so I just uh, can't wait to get started, play some games, do some stuff. You know, I, I went and traded some games in yesterday. You know, GameStop's doing 50% boost, so I'm kicking some games to the curb, picking up some other games. You know, you know the usuals. It's like, you know... Playing the shell game, I'm like on Price is Right or some shit. <laughs> so, but you love it. Yeah, I've actually got some games I can take. I, I didn't even know they were doing that. I've got some stuff I can take back. Uh, yeah, if it's. I don't know if it's going to end today, so we have to go today. Maybe we could powwow and go together. Who knows? Oh, Ooh. Lord. Come on, we got we got high five, you know. <laughs> Go get some big gulps. Go down, trade some games in. Said big gulps. <laughs> Man, it's got to be. This ain't the nineties. <laughs> it's got to be Mountain Dew. <laughs> I, I got. I actually, um, GameStop for whatever reason, they put a bunch of games on clearance, as we talked about in previous episodes. But they added some titles, and of course, it's already stuff I have in my backlog. But. Um, Persona Five Strikers is five bucks for God's sake. So I picked up. Wow, a, gonna go pick that up. But that was like on a PS Plus one month, so I forego my physical copy at some point. But uh, to have a physical disc for five bucks, I'll take it. So hell yeah, he'll take it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, get in my belly. Put it sorry, in my... sorry, no, get in my backlog. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm hoping to kind of tackle my backlog a bit this uh, little vacay, so we'll see. I hope you do, so, dude. I know it'd be be very pleasurable to you know go grab go grab a pizza and some do and then play some like God of War or do something. So we'll see. So that would be amazing, indeed. We 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 love to see it. <laughs> I'm thinking about firing up my Xbox Series X for the first time in a long time. So we'll see what's oh. up. So, oh. ooh. Why? What are you playing? What would you play on that? 
Um, the latest PlayStation 2 emulator came out for it, and oh. it's pretty badass. So imagine, oh, I have God. a use for this. I could play God Hand in, like, Final Fantasy Twelve and, like, you know, all the PS2 games of lore, Maximo, you know. Oh. So get some use, can get some use out of this Xbox after all with some oh, PlayStation bangers. PlayStation They're doing Vegas. a better job than PlayStation Premium. That's sad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the emulators are like, we got you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We got you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, I, uh, real quick, I think I'm going to drop down to uh, what do they call that? The, the what's the whatever the medium tier is. I keep forgetting the names of those. They, oh, they, I don't know why they didn't name them like uh, bronze, extra. silver, and platinum. Along with yeah, the, it's uh, essential, extra, and premium. The premium is same thing. Yeah, <sighs> essential. It's uh, just like, come on now. Yeah, I'm I'm going with the one that has all like the PS4 because that seems to be where the action is. There's not much popping off on the premium. Yeah, I mean, I I I have to agree. You know, yeah. after a couple of months of looking at it and being a part of it and actually, mm-hmm. you know, looking at it. Mm-mm. Like I am not into streaming games, you know. I just just let me download it to my system. That way it doesn't chug and it looks good. That way I can just be done with it. Because right now, mm-mm. yeah, I don't mind the streaming. It's no, just the I don't lack like the of games. It's the lack of games that gets me. I mean, I, like I understand the that the the PS3 is the is the the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, when it comes to backwards compatibility and whatnot, but it's the lack of content that's coming out. You yeah, know? you're right, though. That's the thing that kind of bugs me. Yeah. Uh, but uh, with that, folks, we're going to jump into our first topic on the docket. As always, is going to be the playlist. So, Dez, you're first up. What you been playing, bro? Well, I've been playing a lot. I'll tell you that. Um, I'm back in school um, and been traveling. Uh, went to, uh, since we last spoke, I went to Vegas for a, um, you might not know this, but I am a huge Magic the Gathering fan, and they celebrated their 30th anniversary. Um, so I went to Vegas to play games and nerd out. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed myself uh, immensely. Uh, played, sat there and played like, nine hours of uh of games it was great just nerded out it was so much fun and then um uh after that unfortunately uh got the got the con crud so i got sick um if you don't know there is a um a pretty bad strain of the vi- of the uh, flu virus going around. No COVID, we tested, but uh, Paul and I both got sick uh, when we came back. He got a little bit uh, worse than me. Uh, I had got a flu shot, and he hadn't hadn't been able to get his flu shot yet, and so his was a little bit worse. But but uh, so we were knocked out uh, when we got back. Uh, we got back on Monday, and we've just been kind of idle uh, for for the for most of the week it's been it was been pretty bad so so um but as you can see i still have a little bit of sniffles but other than that um everything is fine but um certainly i've been playing much uh played mostly no man's sky and again that's because it's it's just that good comfort food you know you can put it on run around explore a couple of things and then keep on going you know it's really it's really good like that so i don't have to worry about it 
So that's pretty much what's been going on. So, um, but yeah, it's been, um, been not bad, but not, it's been not bad. Um, I, I do want to get to playing some more games, um, uh, this next coming week. Um, again, school being what it is, I don't have a lot of, uh, time, um, but, but I have to make time for games. You just kind of have to do that, you know? think i go crazy if we don't so i'm looking forward to getting back into um into uh, gotham knights um and the ascent those are the two games that are on my um on my uh on my list of, of games that, that i really want to get want to get back to so um but that's really it for me uh joe buddy what have you been playing uh not much man um <laughs> Actually, I've been playing a lot, but I've been playing just a lot of No Man's Sky still, and I yeah, I, you finally wish, got your your thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I think last episode we talked about is I'm still on this crazy ass, junk ass, toxic planet, and that toxic planet is just the gift that keeps on giving on here. But I think I talked last time where I needed to collect one last flora to get the complete run of uh, both uh, minerals, animals, and plants for the particular trash planet that I was on in fact i like that trash planet so much i create a base on that trash oh, planet god. So. i swear to god it's like um what is that thing when you've been um uh when you've been uh, uh you, got, you, you got stockholm syndrome from that from that from that planet you I know think so? yeah the planet is horrible and then you're just like i gotta save it i gotta i gotta help it out <laughs> It's kind of funny, but I've I noticed when you when you go because No Man's Sky, you pretty much when you're going around this entire planet that you're on, you're discovering stuff left and right. And when I'm actually finding like outposts and stuff, I already previously discovered like a week ago. I know yep. it's kind of time to roll. You know, yeah, so, um, exactly. I, I find like oh, there's there's a, a crash ship, and I get coordinates for a crash ship, and you know I get over to the crash ship. Guess what's there? Nothing. It's a it's a a, a hole in the ground where the crash ship was because i already you already found the crash it. ship uh, like a week prior so yeah yeah uh, i'm happy to say i'm off that planet now i'm moving on to the other dotted icons on the screen i'm on the moon of the trash planet right now wow so well that's yeah. good at least progress at least you're, progress. you're kind of you're still in the orbit but it's not too far huh no, but I'm just knocking out some of the um, missions. I kind of I got some coordinates on the moon that I picked up from being on that planet for two freaking three weeks or whatever. So, Jeez. well, you know what? I can't. I have to say that you get you get the most bang for your buck when you play these games. I'll tell you that much. Jeez. Well, you know, it's just like remember me grinding the Iron Banner and doing stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Getting, getting, roping you guys into going and doing patrols on the moon or something, you know, yeah, back in the you, day. You were, you, you, you basically get, you get your money's worth. By damn, you get your money's worth. Yeah, on one game and then the all the other <laughs> games, I'm extracting no value. Uh, That's fine though. Done. You you play these games the way you want to play them, Joe. Of course. That's what I do. That's what I do. So, <laughs> do you play anything uh, else or is it just. Like no um, only other game I played. Um, I think I dabbled in some Le Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky for a bit. How was um, that? Steam. Actually, um, I'm only in the beginning, and I've been in the beginning of the game for like the last three times I tried to play it in the last like couple of years. So it's like, oh. <laughs> I, um, I was wanting to play this on my Steam Deck. I have not 
put it on my Steam Deck. I found that I guess it's not listed in the compatible games, but oh. um, I found message board posts indicating that they have installed it on the Steam Deck. So, well, that's good. You no, know, I apologize for lack of Steam Deck talk and all that, but I've been kind of watching some coverage of some of the emulators, including Yuzu, and as far as putting Switch games on the Steam Deck and on PC, and I'm definitely interested because. Uh, I know Kev's probably going to talk about it in a minute, but uh, the you know uh, kind of functionality of some of the Switch games that require a little bit more horsepower, or exactly not exactly cutting it on the Switch, even docked. Right. On it. So I'm kind of curious as far as if I bust up with the Yuzu emulator on PC, if that will help these um, poor performing games you know, play a little bit better, possibly. So. But uh, other than that, we uh, last Thursday we kind of convened with a good friend of the show, Eric Bouchard, on there, and I kind of jumped in. But uh, did you already own Broforce on PC, Kev? Or was yeah. it something? Yeah, I've, oh, had okay. it. I've had it for a while. Yeah, I never owned Broforce, so I went and bought Broforce for like six bucks, and uh, we played some. Uh, I thought you played it before. I played on PlayStation. Oh, PS but... PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. sorry. In fact, it ran so much better on PC. It's not even funny. I know I played that originally on the PS4, and it was kind of jank. Uh, but uh, it played much better on Steam on there. So, but uh, sure it did. You know, Three-player Broforce is not bad. I mean, it could have been four-player if we had a fourth. But uh, you know, maybe some uh, uh, Desmondo we might fire up a PC and play some Broforce. Yeah. yeah, I play it. I mean, I played it before, and I, I really enjoyed what I played. So. Yeah. So I don't see why I wouldn't play it this time. Like again, yeah. I I really thought it was pretty fun. Like it's just that, it's just that action cheese that you just expect. <laughs> so, yeah. so I I I actually really enjoyed uh, what I played the first time that I played. I have it on PS uh, uh, PS five or P, the PS four. I have it. You know, I, I on the PlayStation Network. The, yeah, yeah. So I have it. So if, if you ever want to play it, you know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's now in my Steam library, so. <laughs> so. Well, uh, we can't play it together. I'd have to buy it myself. Remember, you oh, can't you can't play Steam games t- together if, if only one person has the has it. So, got it, got it. Steam Steam is pretty smart about that. Yeah. So, what do you think of Bro Force, Bro Kev? <laughs> I mean, I liked it. I don't know if it's better than playing on console because I lost connection multiple Ugh. times. Well, I never you know, played multiplayer, but the frame rate and everything was a lot better on on PC. Yeah, maybe so. maybe for the single player, but for the multiplayer, That's uh, not only that, but I also jumped in and uh, into uh, the uh, Dungeons and Dragons Capcom uh, collection that they have on Steam. The two, it was like Tower of Doom and uh, I can't remember the, the Shadow Mysteria. Shadow Mysteria. Those are so good. Oh, those so get good. as good as those games are. They are crap playing on PC, Ugh. and you would think that something a game like that wouldn't be an issue. It's like uh, me and Eric could not. It took us forever to connect to a lobby. That that's the first thing. Because either I was getting booted or he was getting booted. And then once we got into a lobby to even start the game, the game would desync. Like on my, what I was seeing on my screen was his character would just stop mid-animation huh. and something. And I would go forward. Then I would get these after images. And then, oh, you've been kicked out of the you've been kicked out of the session. So yeah. 
I don't know. It's like, yeah, if PC Master Race and all that, yeah. But if y'all can't get a network to run a, a, a arcade game from what two thousand one? Well, the thing about this is, eight. I don't want to hear about optimization. Don't tell yeah. me about optimization because nah. this should be like bone ass simple to do. Problem is, is that you're going peer to peer on uh, playing a network game like that, especially on Steam and on PC. And so, we um, both have gigabyte connections. I think I know I, I know. do. I know. I so that shouldn't know. be the issue. I know. <laughs> I, all I could tell you is that you know it's on Xbox. It might be a good reason to fire up your Xbox if need be. It's a 360 back compat title, I believe. So you now I have it in my backlog over there on the Xbox. So. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's all I didn't. That, that's I. That's all I had. I didn't mean to uh, uh, enter. Enter. No, it's all good. I haven't played anything else, so yeah. <laughs> and we we're talking about game night anyway. It's all good. I I actually tried to join you guys downloading the demo on Steam, but wasn't able to sync up with you too. So, and you know, we moved on to Broforce. We we it up. You know. So if you don't know what Broforce is, it's basically a very comedic. Uh, side-scrolling shooter for players um, and you're basically you know picking homages to like um, characters like Rambro and you know Mr. T and uh, you know Chuck Norris and you know all named with some bro in the naming convention so so good fun good fun so so Kev what else have you been playing these last couple weeks so I've been playing uh, Valk and completed Valkyrie Elysium. Um, the, the, it's a fun game. It's got problems with the camera, and for every boss battle, boss battle I did that with each successive boss battle I did rather, the camera issue became more and more of an issue, uh, breaking my lock on even though the enemy is able to lock on me, even with, even though they're all the way across the other side of the map, they got no problem maintaining a lock on me, but my camera and my lock on seems to drift. So it requires you to stay within a certain distance of your opponent. And when you're dealing with large boss, boss enemies, the final fight, well, at least the final fight for me, because I wound up getting one of the bad endings. Um, the final fight is just very problematic. Um, it you keep getting the the lock on gets gets dropped, even though I was fairly close to it. I was closer to it. I was closer to it than I really should have had to be in order in order to fight it because it has a the last boss had a lot of area of attack uh spells that it was casting on me and a, a lot of the times my lock on would just 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 go away for no reason or my auto correct with the lock on would would just I would just miss entirely with uh, <laughs> I'm fighting a big ass wolf <laughs> which which is like okay how did she miss hitting that it's like no that 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 wouldn't work that no but it's um i still like the game i still think it's worth a playthrough particularly if you 
have a fondness for the uh, Valkyrie profile series, namely one and two. I bought the, uh, what is, I guess, the digital deluxe edition of this game. So I'll be getting the, uh, I guess that would be the PSP version of this once uh, that is released. And I'll definitely, definitely be playing through that. Uh, it's a good game. <clears throat> it's got a good story. The voice acting is decent. I used, I, I, I went with the English dub as opposed to the Japanese dub. And I did, I, and, it, and it's my own fault because uh, my homie Damon told me what I needed to do. I wound up finishing the game with not a whole lot of magic spells and uh, combat abilities. I, I, I should have had a whole lot more. And it would have made kind of like the last couple of fights before I got to the end a, a lot more uh, bearable. But... If you get the game, do all the side quests. And you find you get the side quests. They're represented by a little, I think they're either green or blue dots on your world map. Go to them, and each one of those represent a spirit that is in need of help. So if you help it, you, you and you go and go back to uh, um, Valhalla, select that, select your. Um, uh, side missions, do the quests, and you that's how you build your your magic spells up, how you get more weapons, how you build up your magic bar, your uh, the cast uh, mana for your Onheriar, as well as your the main character's health bar. I didn't do any of that. And so <laughs> I made the last uh, boss more difficult than it really needed to be, but I, I, it's definitely worth, in my mind, it's definitely worth another playthrough if for nothing more than to try to get another, get the better ending. So now that I have the new game plus, I can go back and just do the chapters where I missed all that, um, all that, all that side quest content and actually find everything and be able to get those, those better weapons and enhance my, uh, health and magic bars appro appropriately for a better <laughs> for a better end game experience possibly but the camera is still an issue uh but it, the game is still fun played uh, more no no more heroes 3 i'm actually a little bit further in this in this playthrough than i was when i stopped playing on the switch so um <clears throat> definitely enjoying that game it's nice to uh, not have to deal with the uh, the limitations of the Switch hardware. Uh, and speaking of Switch hardware, uh, I've also been playing Bayonetta three. And I I don't I don't know I I really wanted to like this game. I mean I I do like it, but there's something missing and I have, and I, I struggled to figure it out, but I think I have a better idea of what that missing element is. This game is just, and I, I mentioned this in, in my, in a Twitter post, this is just another example of why Nintendo's next console needs to be more powerful. And I was one of the and and I it, it's still true 
And I was one of those people that said, well, no, Nintendo doesn't have to. Their next consoles or subsequent consoles don't need to be the cutting edge. And I don't believe that they, they do because of the type of games that they make. And I think the, a Switch is great for a Mario, for Smash Brothers, for that, that Squid game that they've got. Uh, you know, Animal Crossing, the Kirby open world game that I that I have, and I, I'm going to start playing that after I finish Bayonetta. For games like that, the Switch is is absolutely perfect. But Bayonetta three looks terrible. I, I mean, I I I hate I hate to say it. And yeah, maybe I'm I'm a bit of a graphics snob, but you know it is what it is. Say some it ain't so, Kev. Say it ain't so. Yeah, some of these cutscenes <laughs> look straight out of a PS2, early PS3, Xbox 360 gen. Mm. Um, Bayonetta's uh, actions, her her uh, the the frames skip in the cutscenes. It 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 it's mm. to the point where it's almost. Um, like comical it, it's almost comical really i mean she always has this you know is this exaggerated uh sultry walk and she does it does that all the time but when i when it's in the cut scenes it's almost like okay if someone were really moving like that they'd knock their hip out of socket i mean it, it's just so it's it's just so abrupt in some of them you know and and some of the cut scenes are you know look look okay and well enough but my goodness man and while the, the when you get into the action it doesn't it it doesn't slow down like the high warriors titles do or what uh no more heroes 3 did but the the graphic presentation, the 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 resolution, and, and and you know I'm playing on a on an OLED, and uh, it just drops like a stone. The yeah. resolution, it and and I get it. I I appreciate the fact that they're making uh, sacrifices on one end so that the. Uh, frames are not as impacted and I was like okay I know I'm noticing something so I went on to um, it wasn't it was one of these uh, YouTube channels uh, I want to call it it's I think it starts with a V something starts with a V gaming and it was no commentary he just had a frame counter attached to it and he's playing through the game that game rarely hits like 60 frames it the most in the section of the of the the game that this i watched uh, this on this channel because i didn't want to watch too much because i didn't i wanted to avoid spoilers but the parts that i saw were this game was hovering around like 38 uh, it dropped down to the like the high 20s and then would go back to like 48 40 something you know it I think the highest I saw it hit briefly was like the low 50s. Mm. And it's a game like this needs to be done on a platform with more performance power. And it, it's just 
uh, this is just the latest in in Nintendo exclusive titles, and these are not done by. I, I get it. This is not done by Nintendo. It was done by Platinum, published by Sega. I get. I get all that, but it just means. It just says to me that for people to get the most out of these second party exclusives. And I'm thankful that, you know, because if it wasn't for Nintendo, we wouldn't have had Bayonetta 2 and we wouldn't have had Bayonetta 3. They 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 fit the bill. They wrote the check to get those games. And I appreciate all that. But the next round of hardware has got to be more powerful. It, it, I it, would agree. It just has to be because this Hyrule Warriors, particularly um, the second one, it is just a flip book and and forget about jumping into the, the 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 sacred mechs or whatever they call those things that you control in certain parts of the game those are horrendous the resolution plummets like a stone the the frames drop like it wouldn't surprise me if some of those sections were like under 20 frames per second it's it's absolutely ridiculous so you know, hopefully Nintendo again. It, it it's great for Kirby and Kirby and company for Mario. That's it's that's wonderful. Uh, but for anything that demands a more robust uh, platform to get can to get the best experience, high frames for a, a Muso style game or a a high level Twitch third person beat them up like Bayonetta 3 is it's got to be done on on more powerful hardware so yeah <laughs> yeah it's just got to look better i think that's the main problem is is <clears throat> like i want to support nintendo and i want to do that stuff and be there you know and be like hey like this is great and, and fantastic but but even as a you know nintendo you know, Nintendidiot or whatever you want to call them, you know, you know, I, and I love me some Nintendo. It's just when you see games like Bayonetta or you see these very flashy, high octane games, you know, that that are really, you know, you know, really pushing uh, you to, you know, really pushing the, the envelopes graphically or, or they look spectacular with giant set pieces and stuff. You really need to you really need to put that on something that that can really make it look as grand as it should. And I think that Nintendo was doing their publishers a disservice by 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 not you know having the the software that that allows them to do that. Like I, it's really it's I, I don't know it's just it's really bad to me and it's kind of uh, baffling you know. But yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent, Kev. They they have got to you know come correct with their next uh iteration of 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 their system because it's just i don't know it's it, 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 i don't know it just it, they, they gotta do something you know because yeah, it's it, it, it's time we, we're living in the you know 2020s you know <clears throat> you know and there's no reason why nintendo can't can't be right up there with them you know and it seems like they're holding out just to hold out you know and I don't know why they feel they need to do that. <laughs> it's sad when modders uh, with emulators are running this game at 4K 60 frames a second. Right? Like that's not that's not a good look. That is not a good look. No, it's it's not. And I'm not saying that 
Nintendo's next console has to be on on the level of the Series X or PS5. Not at all. Not at all. I'm just saying it, you at least got to match a PS4. Yeah. At least a Xbox One, even 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 the well, I, even the VCR sized Xbox One. It, I mean, at least that because this is just getting it's getting ridiculous now. And as Nintendo and I don't see this changing as Nintendo pushes for more exclusives on their console that are not made by them. And the variety of those games are going to, are going to be, you know, you're going to have the turn-based and you're going to have those action games like Bayonetta three. And then you're going to have Musou style game. That That's the reason why I haven't, I haven't bought, uh, I haven't picked up, um, uh, what is that? Uh, Dragon Quest House of... Uh, you talking about Fire Emblem Warriors? Yeah, Fire Emblem. That's why I haven't picked it up, because I know it's going to run like a, like a flip book. Mm. I know it's going to run like a flip book. I, you know, and I don't know anything about Fire Emblem, but I, like, I love a good Muso. And... But, but not at like the same that. Time, no. But not like that. No, it, it, it's, it's time that they, that they move from... You know this this whatever this hardware set that's in the Switch, and I get it. I Nintendo makes profit every time they sell one of those things. I get it. They are making bank on every unit sold because the parts are pulled from a Cracker Jack box of toys, mm-hmm. and, and I understand that. And it's great. It looks great on your bottom line, but the end user. For everything, for every game that I buy, that is not Nintendo made, but is exclusive to the pat- platform, each game gets steadily, steadily worse because the these creators are trying to push this platform in ways that it was never designed to be pushed. Yep, and that is absolutely apparent. Absolutely apparent with. Every successive exclusive game that I buy on on Nintendo, it is apparent that they, they are they are and they're and kudos to them for for making them do it. But at the same time, I'm not getting the type of experience that I would had Nintendo made a more powerful product. So the next one's got the next one's got to be it's got to it's got to at least match. Uh, an Xbox One S, PS4, or I'm probably not going to buy it. It, it. And I hate to say that because I, I I I love Nintendo as much as the next person. I love me a good Mario game, but I'm sick. I'm sick of the flip book. <laughs> yeah. Again, they got it. It's got to be more powerful next time. It's got to be more powerful. It's got to. Uh, it's got to look better. It's got to have a a better resolution it's just it's time it's time nintendo it's time i think the rumor de jour as soon as tears of the kingdom comes out that there's going to be a switch successor out there uh in summer of next year and i'm hoping so so yeah it needs it needs to happen i don't have to resort to using an emulator and 
quote unquote piracy, even though I own the game, so it's not really piracy in that instance. Nah, it's know. not. We're not selling anything either. So it's like Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm double guys... dipping on this on a game that I bought already. Because yeah, you I are. know it's going I'm going to have a better experience on more powerful hardware. And, and that I shouldn't have to do that. Yep. Uh, I, I threw a Bayonetta 3 screenshot in the outline if you guys want to take a look in 4K. You, know, you could tell the difference. Can you tell the difference, Kev? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, that's, that's painfully apparent. That is painfully apparent that, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was going through the thread on Resetera right now, and they said that the, basically because of the... Um, uh, encoding and everything that they did, the actual texture filtering um, actually sees everything kind of pop out where it doesn't look like that on the switch. So no, it doesn't. Uh, yeah. It does not. It, 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 it's 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 very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. And so since I'm already ranting, I, I got something something else to rant about. So <laughs> fair warning to our listeners: if you don't want to if you don't want to hear me rant, they'll scrub for it about two minutes or so. I'm gonna try and keep it short. But I saw this uh, Friday, and it 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 just really pissed me off. Uh, so IGN did an interview with uh, Naoki Yoshida who is the director for Final Fantasy 16. There have been a number of of, uh, gameplay uh, trailers that I've seen on the game. Looks wonderful. Game looks beautiful. It looks like it's going to have a fantastic story. I personally cannot wait to get my hands on it. Uh, I love the fact that they're going with uh, real-time action, you know, similar to what they did with the Final Fantasy VII remake. I love that, and and you know, I'm 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 team I'm team uh, uh, real-time as opposed to turn-based. Always have been. So anyway, this game is just completely in my al- up my alley. Well, you can't have we can't have nice things. Or we can't be anticipating nice things like Final Fantasy 16 without the nonsense coming up. And IGN asked them, asked uh, Yoshida about the lack of ethnic diversity in the cast of the game. And I'm not going to go into what all was said. Uh, Yoshida's response was very long-winded, but it had to be long-winded because he didn't want to say anything that would upset folks. But the thing you have to real you have to real about realize about the faux woke. That's what I'm going to start calling them. I, they're not they're not SJWs. Um, they're faux woke because there was a time not too long ago where woke actually meant something. When you were bringing, you were shining light on real issues like police brutality, like uh, fair housing, like uh, fair payment for you know fair fair employment practices that uh, or unfair uh, employment practices that businesses and corporations were doing. It, it woke used to mean that, but now it means oh well, I wasn't gonna uh, this 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 piece of entertainment doesn't have folk with my melanin level in it so now i got a problem 
And this type of stuff, I'm I'm just sick of it, man. I am absolutely sick of it. It's it's like I wonder when people say, "Oh well, oh now I I I, I enjoy this IP more because I, I I see myself in it." I don't know when that type that type of thing happened. You know, when I was watching Superman, the old school Superman cartoons and the freaking as whack as it was, the the Justice League, you know, (laughs) I didn't need to see myself to enjoy the show. In fact, when they started putting putting us in the show, a lot of it was like way too uh, stereotypical, (laughs) you know, back in the day. So. I don't know where we where we as as a society have decided that oh if I don't see myself in whatever is popular or whatever whatever franchise or intellectual property that has a history of being a certain way if I don't see myself I can't enjoy it and I'm going to make sure that I'm going to hop on Twitter in my grandma's basement because I never had any intention of buying this thing anyway, but I'm going to yell and scream and shout uh, on my social media platforms uh, because I have nothing else better to do. I would say this to creators, to people that make games, to people that uh, do any kind of creative art for the, for the general public, Stop giving these people energy. Do not give these people your energy because you will never make them happy. They will just find something else to bitch about. Once you capitulate to the first, they will find something else to bitch about. And, you know, I I, I understand that a lot of people who say what I'm saying now are bigoted. I mean, I think I think some of them really do have a problem with if you got too much melanin or if you have a vagina they don't they don't want to see it they they, they don't want they don't want to see it in their in their entertainment and i get that i'm saying some of the stuff that other people have said who are of that bent but as a black man i'm sorry if you've played Final Fantasy, any kind of Final Fantasy, you know that they've most, for the most part, and I've only played seven, remake, uh, 15, and I will be playing 16. You know that those games have always been based on Euro- on European-based fantasy. It's, it's, it, every game has been like that. They all have this this European uh, um, uh, uh, weird fantasy bent to them. So yeah, there's a lot of white folks in it. And as direct as directors, as as game designers, they shouldn't have to be held to some kind of uh, uh, melanin check for for the direction that they want to take their art. Now, if, if you if for people for folks that are that bent out of shape that they can't appreciate anything without seeing quote unquote seeing themselves in it, then 
They can they can exercise with their wallet and not buy the game. But I just wish uh, creators and developers would stop giving these people their energy by even responding to to questions like this. I, I, they just need to stop and not be apologetic for the type of art that they're doing, you know. Um, and for the people that are that are belly aching, uh, I have this to say. Number one, um, unless you're a Jewish carpenter that hung on a piece of wood two thousand years ago for my sins, I don't need you as a savior. I don't. Uh, I am the son of a military officer and an English teacher. I was raised to be anything but a victim. I don't need you. I don't need you. I don't need your 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 foe. Um, your your you know seeing coming to my rescue on anything, let alone entertainment. I I I don't. I, I wish y'all would just shut the fuck up. Pardon my language. I wish y'all would just shut up and and mind your own business. Deal with deal with the racism that's actually in your own hearts. Before you start trying to save me, because bro, man, I don't, I don't need it. I do not need it. I'm getting ready to meet with my nephew, my little nephew, for lunch, and he has some opportunities to turn his love for video games uh, into a scholarship, and his skill in video games, by the way, is freaking fantastic i i wish i was as good as he was at his age uh turning this into a means for paying for his college education and he has an a, an interest in the creative side and we're just going to sit down and we're just going to rap about some of that and talk about the the options that he's got his father his mother his stepmother and his uncle are putting our positive energies into him and his sister so they don't have to feel that they're a fucking victim just because of who they are. That their, uh, their God-given abilities are going to shine through any type of obstacle that gets put in their way. Okay? They, are they were created in the image of God and he has given them the abilities and the talents that they have for them to succeed in anything that they set their minds to. And I am just sick and tired of this bullshit. I am. And and I don't know, you know, perhaps because Final Fantasy 16 is a game that I'm really, really looking forward to, that this kind of stuck in my craw. But, um, you know, quit feeding these people your energy and i'm probably feeding them energy by ranting about it <laughs> but but this article had me feeling some type of way so i had to say something but uh you know jaws are tight jaws are tight i i said what i had to say about it so uh, i can I step down from my from my soapbox i definitely understand your viewpoint for sure you know, I'm going through pages and pages while you were, you know, ranting uh, on Resetera, talking about this whole article and just reading the responses. It's just like, okay, 
I don't know how you feel about this. Uh, one responder said the game probably doesn't have Asian characters either. It's plain old whitewashing of media. Japan is really good at that at, in general. It's like you now you're whitewashing the anime? entire nation of Japan, for God's sake. <laughs> Labeling Japan is just a bunch of racists. Like the whole entire nation of Japan is just a bunch of... <laughs> Not only racist, but white supremacist. Uh, okay. Yeah, whitewashing. That's, yep. that, that's, the, that's the craziest thing. Now, I get it. Uh, you can go on YouTube and you can watch folks who are uh, biracial in Japan, Hispan half Hispanic, half Japanese, half black, half Japanese, and they'll tell you about some of the uh, difficulties that they've experienced in modern uh, Japan culture. But... None of them, and I've watched quite a few of them, none of them have said, I'm a victim. None of them has said, oh, I can't, I can't get, go along to get along. I can't get a job. I can't do this. I can't do that. All of them have said, yeah, there's some people, but you, know, you, just, you just work through it, move through it. You get to know folks. And this is a an eth, uh, uh, what do they call ethno homogenous area for the most part, and everybody is of the same ethnic group for the most part. So that type of thing, because we are humans, and humans in general suck, <laughs> that type of thing kind of happens. But they're all they were all successful in their own right. Some of them are moving to the states. Some one one lady was moving was was going back to Ghana in one of the interviews that I saw uh, because she wants to get in, uh, in touch with her with her uh, Ghanaian side and maybe she'll move back to J Japan or maybe she'll go to the states you know but she's not looking at where she's at as a hindrance you know she's not labeling herself as a victim and you know for those for those folks. Who are complaining? Here's an idea: write a story, learn how to code, make a game that has all of these elements that you're that you're claiming uh, you want to see, and put it out there. Nothing is holding you back from doing that. Nothing, you know. Write write a screenplay. Start. You know, marketing it to whomever, Amazon, Netflix, start start calling up game game companies and seeing if they're be they'd be interested in buying your story, buying your characters and putting and 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 making a game based off of that. But they're not gonna do that because it's real easy to sit back and be and, and, and complain and bitch and moan, you know. <laughs> it, it, it's it's just i i don't get it and, and you know and and i'll say this um so in my youtube feed there was a an animated special and i actually thought it was like a fan made like lion king type thing and i started watching it and it turned out to be it's not lion it has it has no relation to the lion king but it's obviously lion king uh inspired and it's got gay lions it's got lions with 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 physical disabilities but you know what the story was fucking good 
you know, I was I, I I watched all three of those episodes, and it was pretty. It was pretty fantastic. It it can be done. You can actually put yourself into a story and actually have it be good, even if it's about. Even if you have gay lions and and lions with missing legs and you know crippled lions running around some kind of way hauling themselves around the Serengeti plains taking down zebras, which makes absolutely no sense, but <laughs> the story was good. And you know, kudos to those folks who are actually doing something like that instead of hopping on Twitter and Facebook. And just saying, oh, you're, you know, I don't see myself in this. Is a, I'm, I'm just done. So anyway, I'll step, I'll step off my, I'll step off my soapbox now. <laughs> okay. So with all that said, we're gonna move on to our next topic on our docket. That being our main event. All right, Des, you got the mic. All righty. <clears throat> so we did a main event, uh, and that main event question is, uh, with Konami back in the gaming fold with the uh, recent Sodiken remake and several Silent Hill games announced, what other games would you like to see Konami go back to? Castlevania, Contra, Gradius, all the Hudson, Soft's backlog catalog, um, back catalog, all of um, Konami's back back catalog are all ripe for the picking let us know what you um would like to see remastered or remade or would you like to see a new ip from konami well it looks like you know most people just you know are not a, not a fan of konami so just kidding we didn't we didn't get any uh responses to this question um and sometimes that happens and that's fine we we, we still want to encourage uh everyone to uh to uh, respond, you know, it, when it, not all questions um, basically resonate with everybody, and that's fine. Everyone is different, but we would love for people in the future, you know, to to take the chance and 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 give us their their uh, feedback because uh, it, it makes the show that much richer for uh, for having uh, a lot more voices. So, uh, but um, we are going to talk about it. So I'm going to start it off and I'm going to say with Konami uh, doing remasters, I want Castlevania. Um, I want Castlevania. I want I want a a God of War style larger than life Castlevania. I think um, with the success of of uh ragnarok and the success of is just god of war itself i really believe that that system that game um could be ripe for um for i don't want to say a <clears throat> a remaster but an actual new ip i'm thinking this is this is the game or the franchise that really needs to be uh, brought back. I think there's a lot of love for it. I think they're uh, with the success of the Netflix series. Um, I think that this is the series that needs to have 
much more love given to it. I, they have tons of ways they could do it. They have tons of ways uh, or, or, or storylines that they could choose from, or they could do an all new, uh, an all new story. I personally think that it should be an all new story because um, it, it's such a long. Capcom has such a long history. I would love for them just to kind of go back, you know, to its roots and do a, an all new trilogy and really just, you know, break it down, you know, and, and really, you know, I don't want to say like wipe the slate clean, but kind of wipe the slate clean, you know, and add, you know, Simon and Dracula and he can have you know, the side characters. And I, I just think the ways that, that that Konami have you have utilized that uh, se- uh, that series, you know, or that property, you know, leads much to be desired because I really f- believe that they they don't know what to do with it. Um, and I'm thinking with the with the success, and I, and I'm talking about I don't want a clone of of um, God of War, but but seeing what you know Sony did with with God of War, I'm thinking that that could be a really good way to do it, you know? And just, I'm thinking about the things that you could do with the whip and, and utilizing the secondary weapons and, you know, fighting vampires. Uh, I, I just believe that it could be a really good game if, if they really got some people in there that understood, that understood the story and understood, um, current or modern game design you know and just i don't know i just i i, I just really think like i i really am passionate about castlevania and i think Did that you play lords of shadow um i tried and i just could not get into it i just couldn't get into the gameplay of it and i don't i don't know why i just for whatever reason it just did not resonate with me you know the second one was bad the first yeah. one i really dug I, I... maybe it was the second one that i played because all i know is i played this one and it was just god awful. I was like, Ugh. if it was the one where where Gabriel is the vampire, and th- that's the second one. I think that was the sec. I think that was the one that I played, and I was yeah, just like, play the first one. Yeah, and I was just like, what play is the this? First one. It's much okay. better than the first. One. Okay, because I was just it's like, on, this it's on Steam. So yeah, okay, on Steam. Yeah, yeah. I was I was really disappointed with it when I when I played it. I was just like, this is not. This is not Castlevania. Like, I don't know what's going on. And that's what I'm thinking. Like, the story is just way too convoluted. Um, and just start up from fresh, you know, with a whole new lore or or make that lore something different. Or they could go with um with um Soma, which was the 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 modern, you know, version of Castlevania. Um uh, Aria of Sorrow, which which was a really good one, which took place in modern times. Though I personally think that they should not do that. I think they should go back to, you know, a folklore type tale and have it be this, you know, very atmospheric uh, story. I think people would really like it. But again, if they gave it its proper due. Ugh, I'm sorry. It's just I, I I'm really passionate about that game because it was one of my is one of my favorite games. But it's just like. The way it the way it is right now is just so bad. So if it was done right, it could you could even have it take place in modern day. Yeah, you could. If it's you done could. right, you could have like the, the you know the blood of the Belmonts and the blood of the bloodline of Dracula. You know, having the clash in modern time. I, I would. Could you imagine be that? Kind of dope. 
could you imagine if it was like sort of a if it was like a hybrid of like that classic uh devil may cry but it was like but he but he uses a whip as well as like you know uh, a gun or something you know or mm. or and the bullets were or bullets were different types of of uh he had different special types of bullets to do stuff you know tried utilizing the like how how he had the axe and the and the the the, the throwing cross and stuff like that and you had different types of like secondary weapons that you could equip and stuff mm. and have it be like take place in like New York or or fictional city USA you know <laughs> or whatever yeah and and he's and that's that's actually where they're where they're fighting and where they're doing their stuff. I think I think I think it could like it, it's there. Like it is right there. Like it's not it's not hard. It's not hard. Come on. You know, I know I but and I know it. I know it takes money to do this stuff. I know it takes resources to do this stuff, but come on. Like it's just it's just sitting there. Like yeah. that's that kills me. Like all these all these beautiful fantastic ips just sitting there just mm-hmm. sitting there just dying on the you, on the vine you could even it, it, you could even have a black belmont or a hispanic belmont because if you know anything about the belmonts they went all over the world yep learning how to fight the creatures of the darkness even to places that had melanin yes so, <laughs> so you know you you could actually you know uh, uh faux woke folk you know listen up you can actually have a black belmont in an in a castlevania game and it actually sticks to the lore and yeah. it actually could be a great game without yeah. the nonsense yeah and it's like and i and i like i think about that and i'm like you know you could have you know you, you could literally have this i don't want to say set up like a like a um like assassin's creed but you could uh, you could you could literally add add all of that you know in to it and have like different lineage. You can call it like Castlevania, you know, ancestors or whatever you want to call it. You know, and each game could be a separate entry about a different Belmont from a different region fighting fighting uh, Dracula who who comes back. You know, or 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 is or is shipped to this other place or something happens. You know, there's there's like a way that they could do this, and I and I really believe that 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 is a uh, a franchise or a you know that that they could do so much more with if they just took the time to sit down and say okay what is our best option with this what can we do with this to make it you know the best that it could be you know? well the, the framework is actually in that netflix castlevania series yeah, uh, and it was. I I was surprised. It was really good. Yeah, and that was it based was on really Castlevania good. Three. So yeah, yeah, you know, so they can actually redo Castlevania Three. Seriously, I mean, I mean, if they want, if they want to test the waters, they could redo Castlevania Three, you know, and and base it a little bit more on the um on that show, and then see what and see what people are are thinking about it. I I think people would really rally around that. I, I just. I, it just sucks yeah. that Igarashi is like on his own doing um, Castlevania-inspired games with Bloodstain, with those, you know, subsection of games on there, you know. And, yeah, uh, and like the I I get the side-scrolling Metrovania stuff, and no knock on those games, but I want I want a 3D, yeah, you know, rendered version of the game that yeah. that that really brings it into the into the 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 next the next level you know brings it into the brings it into like the next century for for god's sake you know just just something 
you know that's that's my thing you know when i when when i when i really started researching this and really started thinking about like the games that could that could really be redone you know that would be a game and and they could even test it they could literally even test it and say okay we're going to do you know a castlevania you know remake of uh symphony of the night everyone would buy the crap out of that if they did that you know i would buy that because that was such a great game and then kind of like prime that pump and then say okay now we're gonna do a new one shit they could do one with you know a, a castlevania with alucard again you know people would love that all those goth kids and they're you know playing that game i mean come on <laughs> you know it's like it's there like it's there they just have to want to do it is my is my thing they just have to want to do it so but uh but that's mine so uh joe what is uh uh a i know you're probably gonna go some some um some deep you know deep dive into like some hudson soft thing right you know that that's the game you're gonna pull out uh well just for konami proper um for me i don't know some games that resonated with me in the past I'm looking for like a top-down, like you know, arcadey type game, and I've enjoyed like Jackal, you know, Ajax, Contra, you know. They got all these like you know previous IP from back in the day that tons of indie creators have used to you know obviously do <laughs> inspire games from those very series on there, and you know I think. I'm getting a game with an overhead like Jeep or something like that would be just awesome on there. And as far as modern stuff uh, that they could probably do, like, you know, like a remake of an IP in current gen kind of thing is uh, Goemon. Like Legend of the Mystical Ninja was one of the games that came out for SNES. That, that was uh, so you know, much fun. I remember playing that at your house. That That was fun. There's numerous games in that series, and they never really got wind in the u.s that much i know there's some other goemon games that came out but they know just like you know you're creating a mario game goemon would definitely be something to kind of look towards you know probably it's hate to hate to use the term too japanese but it might be too japanese for some people out there. i don't know like i think um with with um with everyone really like sorry with the proliferation of more Japanese manga. games yeah. and manga and anime. I think something like that would be would be a really good thing. Yeah. Personally, you know, I think I think they would really, you know, rally around it. Yeah. Personally. And you know, just like Sudokin coming back, um, you know, Vandal Hearts, another like a PS1 strategy RPG right for the picking i think you know that could come back as well as far as on the hudson soft side of course you know you could start naming off like franchises there you know um you know adventure island bonk you know i was just thinking about those <laughs> you know god bonk. forbid yeah and there's other like you know sh- shooters on there including the star soldier series i mean even if they just bring out a retro collection i know that that turbografx 16 mini came out and it's hard to find now and it only got pressed once and you know they could definitely you know do some archival stuff to above and beyond what they have been doing i kind of appreciate what they have been doing but uh you know they do have like you know franchises you know like you know another franchise 
uh, that people look towards and we're talking about is Bloody Roar, you know, how bad uh, it was like kind of a deep, like, you know, guilty pleasure type of cut. But still, I mean, uh, I'll be down with a new Bloody Roar if someone wants to do one, you know, in that same style on there. And of course, there is some other like, you know, rebirth games that they brought out on the Wii that are lost in time now because they're only on the eShop. And now that the eShop's gone, there's no way to play those except for if you want to pirate them. You know, they had the Castlevania rebirth game, Contra rebirth and Gradius rebirth games that are kind of stuck on that console. So I'm hoping uh, there's some way for those games to get re-released on something other than, you know, obviously pirating and playing them on a Wii somewhere so those would be my answers so okay uh kev what are some of yours so my primary one is going to be ir kung fu i loved that game in the arcade back in the day and for those who don't know you were a, a kung fu fighter and you fought a variety of opponents one on one almost kind of like a street what what would later become known as Street Fighter, but it was a joystick and two-button combination. So you move left and right, and you could jump diagonally and do these super jumps all the way across the screen. But you attacked by pushing down the button and moving the joystick. So one button was punch, one button was kick. And as you performed these different moves... It was surprisingly very, it was really fluid for the time. Because, like, your dude could, you know, punch up, then punch down while he's still in the air. And then some moves would have him, you know, doing a low kick and laying on his back and kicking somebody in the face. There was, like, a whole bunch of different moves that you could do. And it was some of the the most fun. Would you say that everyone was kung fu fighting? Yeah, <laughs> they were kung fu fighting. <laughs> I mean, the characters had the enemies had some poor names, like they were named after the weapon they used, like Fan and Tonfa and you know wow. Nunchuck. <laughs> they didn't. Put is that much. your name or is that what you do? I'm no, that's yeah, I really. <laughs> wow. Just like, it. but the game was really fun. So, <laughs> I would like to see. Uh, perhaps like maybe each character represent maybe a a kung fu master that you have to get to and defeat like uh, it could be like like you know maybe like the guy that was named pole you know his name is pole you'll give him a better name than pole but maybe you have to fight his disciples to get to him and maybe have it take place in a in a three in a in a 3d Maybe have it be a 3D beat 'em up as opposed to, you know, taking place only in the 2D world. But I mean, know, I don't know. I, I think Pole Pole could be a good name. Maybe it's a maybe it's like a family name that was passed down from generation yeah. to generation. I am Pole. I am Pole. Pole. I am First Lincoln Pole. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Yep. I I can. Uh, that was the first one that came to my mind. Um, I would say Contra, but Contra, would be dope. Contra reattempts that we've had fairly recently turned bad. out to be caca. Yeah. So like, yeah, they were pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, when 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 uh, uh, when Metal Slug is doing it better, and it started out as a Contra <sighs> ripoff. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of sad. 
Seriously. <laughs> when they're like, hey, you need some help over there? Yeah, no, we're good. And they're limping, <laughs> limping along. We're good. Exactly. No, you're not good. You're not good, buddy. <laughs> Let us help you, please. Yes. I mean, they're kind of like, can... this for us. It's like, please, because like you're making all of us look bad. Mm hmm. I would say them, but, you know, we've had some bad one, bad attempts at that. But, sure. you know, I, I think Yair would be the one that sticks out most in my mind for a good Konami uh, IP return. I got good oh. memories of that game, too. I played a lot of it. Uh, I remember there was a machine at uh, Me and Ed's that I used to go to and play that for um, a good half hour to hour, you know. So it's a good... Uh, good time in fact for good old friend of mine richard uh you know we played poker in his garage and he has an ir kung fu machine but uh you know i don't know what happened to it i don't know if he still has it so yeah, kind of yeah fun, I, uh, I played it at the 7-eleven down by the high school oh over on um bullard and, oh, and uh, palm uh, palm yeah mm-hmm. yeah Oh, that, that arcade was great. Oh. You know, <laughs> you're talking about 7-Eleven arcades. I love, rolling, is. I love rolling up to 7-Eleven, 1.30 in the morning after I get off of a swing shift at work, you know, going and playing some pinball and some Samurai Showdown 1 or 2, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sitting there, and then I didn't want to go times. home. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Yep. Um, so, all right, everybody. So, um so that's that is a question for the for our main event. Uh, the question for episode one eighty eight is, uh, and okay, everybody, you know I know Halloween was just was 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 you know a couple week couple of days ago, and now we're in fully into November. So I know it's time for people to try to start to put up their Christmas, you know, stuff and everything like that. And um, it's fun and people need to start thinking about uh, Christmas again and and getting uh, games and stuff. And on that note, uh, we wanted to say what is on your radar to purchase uh, during Black Friday and Cyber Monday? What games or peripherals or or, or TVs or, or what stuff are you going to get? you know, um, on Black Friday or Cyber Monday? Like, have you even started looking at it? I know some people, you know, probably have already started um, uh, pushing out their um, their doorbusters and stuff like that. I'm sure Joe could, you know, could could pro- could definitely add more to it. I'm sure he's like, you know, rubbing his hands together, licking his lips like, mm, mm. Oh. Joe's getting ready to eat. So, <laughs> so uh, I want to know. So, so let us know uh, what you're looking for on the cheap and at what price, and maybe we can help each other find some uh, some um, uh, gaming uh, deals. So that way, you know, Trader Joe, you know, can help us out. Um, but uh, but that's it. And as always, after the main event is the Jabroni Gaming News. All right, thank you for that cue in, oh, Mr. Desmondo. I appreciate it. So, and first topic on docket for the news is going to be the PlayStation VR 2. I know we talked ad nauseum on the show that I'm probably the only one out of the three that is a component or a proponent (laughs) for PlayStation VR 2. uh, Are you being built into the unit, Joe? I know. Like, I'm going to become virtual. I am here. Are you a component? Virtual. I'm going I am here virtual. for it right now. 
So yeah, it is launching on February 22nd, 2023. It is coming with a um, VR2 Sense Controller charging station also is launching on that same day on there. And there's two um, pretty much uh, bundles that are coming out. There's the uh, PlayStation VR2 for $549. Uh, that includes the headset, two um, VR Sense controllers, and stereo headphones, and then you have a, a Call of the Mountain Horizon Call of the Mountain bundle, which comes with, also with a voucher code for Horizon Call of the Mountain, the same bespoken headset, the uh, Sense controllers, and stereo headphones on there for five ninety nine ninety nine. On there, they're also selling a separate charging station for $49.99 that will be able to go ahead and obviously charge your uh, VR2 Sense controllers as well on there. So, And then they also went ahead and they announced also some games that are going to be out on the day of launch on there. So there's 11 games that have been confirmed. There's 9 of them out of the 11 that are on other platforms. So Dark Picture Switchback VR is in the Dark Picture series, obviously, since it has that title on there, but uh, this is a quote-unquote fast-paced roller coaster action horror shooter. It's almost like, in a way, like a pseudo-sequel to In Until Dawn. Um, the, yeah, um, it's part of that series. Yeah, Rush of Blood on there, kind of in the same vein. On there, other games announced include um, uh, Crossfire Sierra Squad, which is a VR first-person shooter. Um, I'm not going to read them all here, but uh, included uh, see Pistol Whip VR, which also has a uh, PSVR version, which you should be able to upgrade for free. Zenith: The Last City, which is an enhanced version of the Quest and P PlayStation VR MMORPG, you'll be able to upgrade for free if you own the PSVR version. Uh, After the Fall, which is a co-op VR shooter that came out for Quest and PSVR in 2021, and you'll be able to upgrade for free. So you are going to read them all. As well. So, but no, I'm not reading them all, sir. <laughs> Enough with your peanut gallery boom ish. <laughs> Thank you for the feedback. Not. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, you know, for people out there, I, you know, I was working throughout the week and I kind of see this get announced and. You know, I didn't really check until the following day what everyone's reactions were, and I saw that just everyone was just having a freaking cow saying that Why? this thing was too expensive and uh, blah, 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 blah. What's Sony thinking? Blah, 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 blah. And then I, lo and behold, I looked at everyone that are kind of commenting in this fashion, and they all had profiles on Twitter with like I, I game on Xbox. I am a big proponent of the um, Microsoft Xbox. And I'm just kind of wondering oh, hey, why are you concerned about my purchasing of a peripheral for the platform that I own? <laughs> and they're, they're you know, there to save you, Joe. They're, they're, they're there to save you from yourself, my friend. Yeah. Remember, I, it, costs, it costs nothing to uh, to comment. Of course not. Yeah. So including I saw like comments from Danny Pena from Gamertag Radio who said, oh, this is not going to be successful at that price point. And it's like um, you might be right. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to buy one. But again, I don't I don't I don't like VR, so I'm not going to buy it. So but you know, yeah, who knows? You know, people might people might be into it. So 
I, I'm glad that they haven't abandoned the technology and they're still trying to do something with it. You know, that 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 to me is just like, OK, you know, good to get on you. You know, I hope it I hope it works. Yeah, I, I don't know if it will or not. Probably not. But. <clears throat> excuse me, but, but good it, on you. Yeah, I mean, myself, I mean, I'm going to pick this up. I put myself down on the reservation list. I'm going to give VR. Oh, you are? Oh, cool. You know, I think because all the other VR headsets that are out there are all, you know, PC-based, and obviously I'm not going to run a super the greatest PC. It's just not in my nature. But to me, to be able to just have the one wire, I know people bang on the one wire, but I'd rather have one wire than all the wires that are with the other headsets, including PSVR on there. So, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, when you think about it in what the original PlayStation VR, it came out at 399 at launch, which happened to cost more than a PS4 at the time. You know, it's like in, you know, with all the consolidation of the tech into one unit, uh, putting the, uh, you know, updated controllers into the unit as well on there and uh, seeing that other, you know, platforms out there vr platforms sometimes cost in the thousands of dollars on here you know you also could talk about inflation of course and the economic uh outlook right now in the world on here but a lot of people were like you know saying that oh look at all you sony people apologizing for this price point and all this other crap just <laughs> and, <clears throat> i have to think like so if this is a, are we are we considering this an entry level price for this um, to just to get with on the, the board? But with, with mean, the tech that's included, I would assume so. Yeah. yeah. So and, so what exactly are they like? What exactly are people, you know, expecting? So you know, the Meta, what is it? The Meta, what is that? Uh, Facebook's oh Metaverse. Yeah, they're the 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 Quest Pro. I think it's what it's called. Similar tech, but lower specs, $1,500 to start. See, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, come on, folks. Like, so you have you have a better headset with the VR2, similar tech as 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 I understand. Again, I'm I'm hearing this from from people who are into the VR space, but you know, I'm not because I'm not buying this either. Nope. Um this is this price is in line for the tech that's in here. And you can get ready to pay over a thousand dollars for one of those uh self-contained headsets uh if you want one that's not gonna make you throw up. Mm. So yeah <laughs> Again, when people think when people people think that because it's attached to a console, it not and and particularly with this current generation, it's got to. I want the best of the best of the best. I want this thing to be equal to a, a RTX twenty ninety Ti or thirty eighty or forty ninety Ti, but I want it at two ninety nine ninety nine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's not that's not Good accurate. Luck not. with all of that, yeah. it, you know. It, 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 it's again these people who have no interest in the product weren't going to buy the product, maybe can't afford the product, and they're mad about that. Um, to, yeah, I, I, I ignore know. them. It's like you have to ignore. Not, don't give these people 
the, their energy, and I'm glad that Sony's sticking to their guns and they're putting out. I think, believe me, Sony remembers the PS3 days. Oh yeah, yeah, they know what's up. They remember the PS, even though the tech at the time called for a price like that. But they remember that they're not going to willingly go out and put out a product that is just so far out of out of the price point for the tech that's in it, like they did, you know, with the with the with the PlayStation Three. And even then, if you were looking at standard Blu-ray players, you were looking at eight, nine, a thousand, twelve hundred bucks for a decent one. So. <laughs> People forget that, but they want all the best of the best, but they don't want to pay for it. And it's like, you can't have that. It it doesn't work. Tech does not work that way. But the yeah. same people that are bitching went out, uh, uh, went out and just bought a thousand dollar iPhone, bought a twelve hundred dollar, you know, Samsung Galaxy Z Flip, whatever. And they don't have they don't have a problem with that. No, I put I put the uh, internet's reaction in the outline if you guys want to take a look, you know. So, mm. oh, you Trolls. can see a lot of that from just the article. Yeah. I don't know if you check the responses down below the article that you posted. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> Trolls are gonna troll, but you know, yeah, they're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, some of these responses are actually pretty good. <laughs> the meme yeah, work is silly. actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, my thing is uh, to be able, and this is probably going to sneak into the uh, conversation, but uh, No Man's Sky is releasing a PSVR 2 compatible uh, version. So, <laughs> but they've always wanted to be VR, though. So they are VR. In fact, yeah, no, exactly. Uh, they've always wanted to. So yeah. this is like par for the course for them. So I'm not surprised. <clears throat> So you know, I'll I'm be down surprised. day one, and I think the specs are pretty good. And I'm an adult; I could afford 550. Thank you. I could afford 600. I'm going to pick up the Horizon, <laughs> call the Mountain Bundle, and uh, you know. Well, you've always been my... early. You've always been early adopter, so that's not a bad thing. You yeah. Know? You're trying to save you from yourself, Joe. Oh my God. You need to listen to them. They know better. Yeah. They besides, know better for you. Besides, <laughs> it'll be on. It'll be on Game Pass. <laughs> Well, speaking of Games Pass, thank you for that segue. Um, You're welcome, buddy. See what I did there? Yeah. You are I wasn't, wasn't going to mention it right now, but let's talk about it. Yeah, Phil Spencer was on a podcast like he, he tends to do. Uh, he was on the same brain video cast, but um, one thing he made a quotation, and I probably have to say this uh, loud and clear, and we kind of talked about it. So one this is a direct quote from Phil. Uh, one thing we've definitely heard loud and clear, it's been too long since we shipped what people would say is a big first-party game. Um, we can have our excuses with COVID and other things, but in the end, I know people invest in our platform and they want to have great games. Then he went to claim that the 2023 lineup would be far stronger for Xbox and that some sort of pandemic-caused production delays saw its original big holiday release Starfield pushed into 2023 we're now in the rearview mirror he 
went on to say we're excited about 2023 and we talked about games that are coming those games are tracking well we're out of covid uh, what COVID did to the production schedule. As an industry, you see fewer games this holiday than we had in a while. But when you think about just the launches, Call of Duty is coming, God of War is coming, which is great. Nintendo's had a good year, but in general, I said we've been a little light. Uh, but I look at 2023, and there's a great lineup of games coming I'm excited about. Getting our real first, uh, real Xbox first-party games out of Bethesda, having them ship with Redfall and Starfield will be a lot of fun on there, so... Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Let's do it. Come yeah. on, Phil. Let's do it. Give me reason to fire up my my uh, my Xbox. Come on. Yeah. And I'm then he, he did say that uh, earlier this week that Game Pass growth on console is quote unquote slowing down. And uh, but that Uh-oh. PC subscriptions have been a, seen a huge increase. And he quoted on Wall Street Journal Tech Live says, I've seen some growth slow down mainly because at some point you reached everyone on console that wants to subscribe. So, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. So I guess Obsidian's Pentiment is coming out this month. So that might be. I don't know about that game. Reason to fire that up. I know you're a big Obsidian fan, but what do you think about Pentiment Uh, coming out? I don't know about that game. The game. Like it looks like it could be fun, but it looks like it's they're 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 going in a in a different direction, which is to say that it's like a medieval murder mystery game with a lot of like walking around and text and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> like I'm trying to decide maybe, but oh. uh, but but it'll be on Games Pass, so yeah, it's part of your subscription. Yes. Yeah. So I'll probably take a look at it because of that, but but I don't know. Like, I'm like, mm, I don't know. But yeah. we'll see. We'll have to see. I mean, I know there's a couple of games from Humble Games that are on Game Pass Day 1 I wanted to check out that the people have been ta- speaking good of on there. Um, let me get the names of those. I totally forgot. I think I Ghost mean, Story is one. What was it? Ghost Story. Okay on here and then the other game that i was kind of interested in moon scars of course on here which is a um you know metroidvania on there mm-hmm. with darkness darkness on there so so well you know maybe we'll have to fire up the xbox at some point i know we'll probably check it out uh, when dark tide comes out oh week. definitely yeah. i will be playing dark tide when it comes out that game looks amazing yeah. So I will be, know, I will be, I will be firing up and taking a look at it. I'm grateful that you know Xbox did buy Bethesda because I got, you know, I'm tired of the Gears, Halo, Forza like conglomerate. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm just hoping that they kind of get some creative juices going and not, you know, have to, you know, uh, focus test everything to death and be able to just, you know, maybe with the advent of Games Pass, bring out some smaller games. Well, which they are. They creatively believe in on there. Yeah, but, I mean, you that's know. what they're doing. Like that um, that one game, this 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 new game that they're doing, like who would have thought <clears throat> that we're going to be seeing some, you know, weird ass, you know, medieval walking murder mystery type thing, you know? I wasn't sure. I sure so wasn't expecting it. <laughs> So, so yeah, I'm here for it. Like, let's do it. Any comments, Kev? I don't know if it, it would be one thing if Xbox was coming off a successful last gen. Oh, no. 
no, no, no. And Phil is saying this stuff. But this, we have heard this same thing since the Xbox One generation. Yeah. Consistently. And he sounds like, he sounds like an, an abusive husband. You know, baby, I'm sorry. I keep whooping your ass, you know, every other time I turn around. I need to do better. <laughs> That's what stay it with sounds me now. Like. Just stay with me now. Just stay with me. Keep giving me your money. Keep letting me drive your car into the ground, baby. I'm going to do better. I uh, promise. <laughs> I promise. This is... Now, granted, I mean, there's been games that Xbox has done well. I mean, they have tons of service games. I mean, Sea of Thieves, Grounded, you know, uh, State of Decay. Wow. You know. and, and, why are, and why are they doing well? Because they are designed for a service. Yeah. So if that's the type of games that people want, then they got nothing to complain about. Because that yeah. is the, t- the majority of your games for Game Pass are going to be in that alignment. This AAA level single player that they keep thinking is going to show up on games pass man them things are going to be harder to find than a four-leaf clover because they do not fit the model needed for a prime for a service that's your primary focus they don't they want you to get that service game and then buy all the the dlc that they're going to have for it because that's where they're going to make their money can't do that in a single-player AAA narrative game. Can't do that. Huh? I mean, you could. You could you'll add you know, story addendums, but you can put out much faster skins, weapon skins, character oh, skins, yeah. abilities, classes, on a much quicker rate and make your money back on that much faster than you can for a quote-unquote AAA game. So... We got to folks need to stop thinking that that's going to be the standard for Game Pass going forward. It's not. And I add that would be the truth for any other company that's focusing games on a service because that type of model just doesn't work. And, you know, also, too, and we had to get a chance to talk about it, but Phil Spencer did in his current go around commented saying that there is a possibility that there's going to be future price increases, not only for the Xbox, the consoles themselves, also for their services as well, and also their games. So Say it is so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a statement he made to um, journalist Tom Warren from The Verge. He says, I think at some point we'll have to raise the prices on certain things, but going into the holiday, we thought it was important to maintain the prices. Uh, we've held price on our console. We've held price on our games and our subscription. I don't think we'll be able to do that forever. I do think at some point we'll have to raise the prices on certain things on here. So I better, you know. I better see some price damn outrage. Going up January 2nd. <laughs> I better see some outrage because if, if they're raising the price in America, you know they're going to raise the price in, uh, in the other regions as well. So I expect you know, them to, I expect them to be energy. all like, say, exactly, same energy. Yeah, and we're not going to see that because we've seen a lot of narrative like, how come Sony's charging $70 for all their first party games? You know, it's like, come on. Because it feels like, hey, you know, the same same making the money that we thought it was going to make. So y'all got to fork it up. Yeah. And the console, they said their console, uh, was it their console was uh, Game Pass is dwindling? But it's it's, probably going up on PC. 
because that's where all marks. the people are going. Yeah, they haven't met their um, sales forecast for the last two years now. So, mm. so they're looking to get more people in, obviously, to help fund what's uh, Games Pass and you know, obviously help you know pay for all the expenses to secure all these games if need be. Yep. So, we'll have to see. I, I just want to get on PC. That's what you know, you're going to lose. Yeah. You know, hopefully Sony's paying attention because if, when they go day and date, the same thing's going to happen to them. And I have to buy a stick. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, if it happens a certain time. You know, if if you if you're concerned, listeners, we do have a section on our Discord called a PlayStation Stake Watch, on there that you could comment in and then you know give your two cents, three cents, on there. You know, we'll also have, you know talked about possibly live streaming the, the steak eating. You know, <coughs> maybe we'll have to make it a weekend and bring bring old Des to the Sizzler like like we talked about before. That way we wow. can you know. If you do that. If you do that, I will definitely come. I will definitely come to Fresno to do this to see this. If you do this, yes, I will definitely be there. I will be there either way, no matter who. I will be there. Yep, sounds sounds like a plan. We're gonna make it make it a date. So, Gary. <laughs> All right, and since some other news, I do do want to do some quick hits on here. Some things that kind of caught my eye that I figured we'd discuss. If you guys have anything to say, uh, the game that we talked about earlier in the show, Final Fantasy 16's development is about 95% complete. Its release date's going to be announced by the end of the year. They're also planning on publishing a demo as well. So um, good to hear. Currently announced for a 2023 release date in summer. And fantastic. And so if they're done, I mean, it's like, you know, I'm looking, definitely looking forward to this. In fact, I installed, I never played Final Fantasy 15, and it might be time for me to do so because I know that is a long game on there that might, you know, push forward uh, this to be able to enjoy 16 once it does come out. So. So, any thoughts about the release date and it being near completion? Uh, bring it out. It's time. Can't wait, Kev. Yeah, I'm. I'll be there day one. It looks Whether like it's going to be really good. People with melanin or no people with melanin, I'll be day one with this <laughs> game. It looks like it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, but the, they have fantasy elements. How come they can't have you know people of color in there? Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and another uh, game. They're a Japanese got. company. Get the rights to Mr. Popo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know it. Uh, there's another game that got announced. I didn't know was being in development, but um, um, it looks like City Connection publisher City Connection is going to be launching a um, kind of a remaster of Elevator Action Returns this is called the S Tribute version on there. So Elevator Action? Yes, this is the uh, game that came out for Saturn that was very action-y that originally came out for Saturn in arcades back Did in the... Did you have that? I had it, yeah. Yeah, and I think it, I played at your house. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's it's very more... It's it's like if you took the original Elevator Action and kind of combined it with like Rolling Thunder. Yeah, okay, yeah. I it's basically that. that game, yeah, and it's coming out for that everything. On December 1st, yeah, it's coming out for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on here. And it's going to come with all language support. So I am definitely going to take a look at this. Um, 
but in the S tribute edition, they do have some convenient features, of course, with your standard usual stuff, rewind, slow mode, quick save and reload, unlimited credits, stage select. So anything you want to tweak with the game, add a number of lives on there, keep the same weapons, add scan lines, all your usual stuff on here. So I'm definitely will probably be talking about this in December because I'm looking to pick this up day one. I'm a big fan of this game and the, to be able to buy this outright and play it on my modern console. I'm good to go on that. Sweet. So same. Same. Absolutely. Yeah. Is it a two player game or no? Single player? Uh, wasn't it two player? I think it's two player. Yeah, I remember the original one being two player. So, yeah, but again, uh, either way, it looks great or sounds great. Good deal. Another thing I kind of want to mention too is this kind of came out of the blue, but this is a game that Kevin enjoyed in the past that you know I've kind of slept on. I haven't checked out, but Ultra Age is getting uh, free DLC coming out that's available for both PS4 and Switch. So the DLC is called Rebirth Project. So what that is is that there's a completely new roguelike uh, side game with loads of content that can be uh, accessed in the main menu on there. And so there is a thing to where you're able to go in and do a separate roguelike adventure in the uh, game of Ultra Age. So it's kind of cool. And then they also announced as well uh, that they're finally going to publish a um, physical release in the North American and in Western territories for this game. So uh, so you can it's a... Um, limited run distributed one but you could also pre-order the game through amazon on here it is um, going to be available and going to be out on december 29th it's going to retail for 34.99 it's coming out for both switch and ps4 on there and there's exclusive covers from both amazon and limited run as far as being able to buy this game physically if that's the case you think for that price kev you think this game's worth it um Gameplay, yes. But again, this game, this is an ugly game. It, <laughs> it, it is. It, 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 it's not Bayonetta ugly, but it's an ugly game. Um, <laughs> so be prepared for that. That's funny. I, I will. Uh, I will be doing a little speculating with this one. Probably pick up the Switch version. Uh, I like the cover on the Amazon one a little bit better than the uh, limited run cover. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, but I'm kind of curious. Are you going to check the roguelike section, the um, new game plus that they have for this? And when you say roguelike, does that mean that the environment changes every time you die? Yes, uh, that's usually what a roguelike is. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, maybe. You go on runs, basically, every run in the lab is different. On okay. Yeah, then it's a, yeah, so it's a roguelike. It's, yeah, and you go in through different floors on there. So, and um, you're going through, I think every 10, it says you, uh, the laboratory that you're going through consists of 30 floors on there with a boss every 10 floors and the final boss on the 30th on there. So, it, it's on got here. a great, but it is smooth playing. It is so smooth playing, but it is, it is homely as homemade sin. So, mm. just be prepared. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably check that DLC out. It's I don't out know now. If I'll be there. Oh, it is. Yeah, I, it's I'll free. Probably, oh, it's so, okay. 
That's right. even better. That's even yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> That's free. So basically, they said um, they improved the blade affinities in the game. So we basically, like the katana and the claymore, have been modified to deal more damage on there, and the affinity oh. buffs against enemies remain intact while the damage reductions have been removed. So they kind of smooth smooth the combat out a bit, and you're able to switch blades more often to be able to you know increase your combo strings. So. Well, I mean, hey, those those all sound those all sound like really good, you know, quality of life improvements. So any <clears throat> anyone who's gonna do that, then that's that's great in my book. Yeah. Also another quick hit. Um if you haven't heard, we talked about this from a previous Nintendo Direct, but uh Front Mission First remake is has a release date. It's gonna be out on November thirtieth. On there, it will be out for $34.99. That's digital only for now. On there, pre-orders will open up on November 16th. On there, it's going to be on the Switch. So I'll have to see. I'm kind of curious with this company because this company has a noted um, reputation of bringing stuff out that needs further patching on there. I know they're the ones that brought out the Panzer Dragoon remake and also the House of the Dead remake, and both of those required like uh, um, nope. considerable day one patches once they come out. So I'm just hoping this one does not come out kind of premature. So for me personally, I'm going to kind of take a wait and see and see how the reactions are to this uh, first. You know, I do have the original front mission on... Well, I don't have the original original, but they have the uh, remake on the DS, and so I can always go back to that if I want to play the game. But uh, you know, this, this, you know, based on your impressions, Des, day one, I might decide to go and check this out too. Uh, so. I've loved the Front Mission series um, for as long as I can remember, so I'm I'm here for it. I I want to play it. I I, I want to play it. Me too. We'll definitely see if I, I bend. You know, usually I like to do physical, if all possible. But you know, to play digitally and just it being on the Switch is not you know perfect to be. Well, able to... that's the thing. I don't think it's a problem being on the Switch. I think think games like this are perfect for the Switch. Yeah. For you sure. know, and I think that's that's the problem. You know, you know, I, I the Switch is great for for that nostalgia and and playing you know other games that. I think that the Switch is great for making, you know, pixel art and older games look fantastic, but, you know, newer games. Mm-mm. So but we already talked about that. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. And then last but not least in the uh, quick news hits, um, noted Kevin favorite, Wolong Fallen Dynasty as a release date. So it's coming out on March the 3rd, 2023, it's coming out for Xbox Series consoles, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and PC. It will also be on Games Pass as well. So uh, in addition to the standard game, uh, they do have a digital deluxe, which will have a season pass with three downloadable content packs to come, including new generals, demons, scenarios, stages, weapon types, and more. The digital deluxe also includes a digital art book, a digital mini soundtrack, and a um, bonus downloadable content armor on there. There's also going to be a limited edition steelbook edition of the game, uh, which will be coming out in a collectible case, including and also to some exclusive DLC that's not with the digital deluxe for whatever reason. So, so. You know, figure me that, but you know that's how game releases are, I guess. So, but everyone that purchases the game, uh, dude, does get a, a free downloadable content if you do pre-order it 
on or before release date on there. And they have some, it's all armor and whatnot. So I don't, nothing to lose any sleep on this. So, so any thoughts? I know you're day one, right, Kev? Oh yeah, I, I am day one. So if you're going to play it on Game Pass, do you get the, uh, you, you have to buy the, the super, the greatest edition, right? Uh, to get the season pass and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, pass, yeah. Okay. yeah, no, yeah, you have to purchase the game. I don't know if you're able to. I think user game pass allows you to purchase any content uh, for the game with a twenty percent twenty percent discount. Yeah, on there, but right now it is retailing for both uh, PlayStation Five, PlayStation Four. So there's no, uh, you know, current gen tax. It's not sixty nine ninety nine for a PS Five and Xbox Series consoles. It's a uh, Fifty nine ninety nine straight across for all platforms. So, and pre-orders are available now. So, you know, do you get anything good with the pre-order? Uh, just armor, of course. You know, and steelbook. So, you know, you gotta rock that steelbook. So, mm-hmm. and here's what you're gonna get. You're gonna, you're gonna buy it like day one too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Day one. No, I was talking about to to, oh, to yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. I mean, I didn't play the demo. I should have played the demo. There's tons of games in this kind of subgenre that I haven't played. I need to kind of get to on there. But uh, based on Kev's like impressions, I'm definitely interested for sure. I mean, so. all, all the gameplay makes it look fantastic. That's why I'm kind of like, mm, maybe I should be in this. Maybe I should you know, be playing this game, too. And of course, you could always play on Games Pass if you want to. So yeah, you know, <clears> there. So yeah. But that is all the news for this episode, gents. All right. So you're going to uh, game night? Oh. You're going to edit this out? I'm sorry. I totally <laughs> forgot. I'm going to leave this in. We're doing it live. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, also, to mention to our game night, uh, we do have game nights on Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern time. If you happen to live on that side of the country, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time. And if you're out of the country, figure it out yourself. I don't know what time <laughs> zone you might be in. You know better than I do. Daylight savings time is coming up, too. So who knows? It's all messed up. But yeah. Um, you know, I mentioned before in previous episodes, we wanted to get uh, some racing on either Wreckfest or Need for Speed, uh, Most Wanted Remastered. We still have not been able to get enough people or people interested to be able to do either of those two on here. You know, we kind of play it on the fly based on the games you own. And, you know, we have in the past purchased games just to play with all y'all out there, including, you know, Chase and uh Playing Valheim. 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 We're down to do whatever. I mean, even if it's like chatting, like, you know, Kevin John BT did this last week. You know, I know one previous week, you know, both Kevin and uh, Des were out, and I was on Discord with uh, John BT and a few other folk talking about heavy metal and like talking about all sorts of other assorted stuff other than games so it's definitely just a way for you guys to hang out with us talk with us you could even join us while you're cooking dinner you know while you're watching the show you know uh while you're kicking back in bed who knows you know just come join us you know come talk at us for a bit so on there but uh, as far as joining us we do do this on discord so kev will give you the deets as far as how to join our discord server so Indeed, indeed. You can reach our Discord server by hitting us up on Twitter 
at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. And if you've heard something on our show that you'd like to respond to, or if you yourself would like to be on our show and have your opinions on the wonderful World of Gaming uh, broadcast to our listenership, you can send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. So you have two ways to get in contact us. One way to get onto our server or on our, our Discord server. And the other way, if you just have some, have a response and you want to send an email or if you'd like to actually be on the show, hit us up at gamingvessels at gmail.com. So with that... Uh, that is going to bring episode 187 to a close. (laughs) 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 To a close. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I misconstrued that line at one point. Of course. It's kind of funny, you know, in in this song, it's like, I, I, I thought... They're saying cock and not cop for some reason when I first heard it. Yes. Yes, Joe. That's exactly what NWA is saying. Yes. Well, you know, Karis one came in deep with the, you know, got to wear them Jimmy hats. So, you know. (laughs) So I I understand now. I, I like, got got the message. But when I first heard that, yeah, I thought, I thought. I thought he was talking about cocks. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, wow. Put my put my Jimmy hat on. That's a whole. That's a whole other. <laughs> wow. That's a whole other group. <laughs> okay, Joe. What a way to end the show, Joe. Thanks. Yeah. No problem. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, for you're here for something. <laughs> so Yeesh. for Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror. A.K.A. the high-res hater, A.K.A. the cat daddy, A.K.A. that gamer step daddy, and for Trader Joe, A.K.A. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah, one eight seven, yo. <laughs> Otherwise, uh. the food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar and also maximize your uh, your your thug lingo. Yes, <laughs> yes, yo. <you> can. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We, yeah, we, need boy. It. we should not we should not encourage him yeah i know we really should not encourage him <laughs> i am shown up 71 aka digga doolabite purple bling bling yo <laughs> saying we will mm. be back next week episode 188 for your ears peace word to your mother <laughs> stop it mc search <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>